Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis, and on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys are in for a real treat today. We have the Aiken family of Fifth Will Missions that we're going to be talking to today. And before we interview them, I wanted to share a most recent review. And thank you all so much for taking the time to leave a review. It is the best way to let others know about this podcast. So if you love this podcast, go ahead and leave us a five-star review over on the Apple Podcasts and then write a review if you have time. That would be wonderful. All right. Today's review is from Remura2 and it's entitled Marriage Game Changer. And this person gave us five stars. Thank you so much. Thank you. And it says, I stumbled on this podcast and immediately knew I had to listen to every episode. My husband and I listen together at times too, and I've seen a big change in how we handle things. I love Dave and Ashley's approach, which is modern and not super legalistic, but still centers around the Bible without compromise. I believe the Bible is whole and complete, but sometimes we need a bridge to help us into the word. And Dave and Ashley have done just that. My marriage is improving in so many ways since listening to this podcast. Thank you, Dave and Ashley and God for using them. Wow. Thank you for oh, that, that's guys. that's so awesome. We, thank you. We love seeing your reviews. It really encourages us and keeps us going. And we read them here on the air, uh, mostly to, well, to thank you for doing it, but also to help other people discover this podcast. When you leave a review, it's one of the simplest and best ways to help others discover what you've already discovered, which are the important interviews and conversations that we're having here on this podcast that can help strengthen your marriage and your faith. And today's conversation is going to be a great one. Um, our dear friends... Jeremiah and Mo Aiken that Ashley just just mentioned, they are awesome people. I had the privilege of traveling to Israel with them several years ago, just sharing a great adventure. And they're just two of the most authentic people uh, I've ever known. And they are living such a unique adventure right now with their family. And I think there's so much we can learn from their story. So let's dive into today's interview. Hey friends, like I said during the intro, we are super excited about today's conversation, hanging out with our friends, Jeremiah and Mo Aiken, who might quite possibly be the world's most fascinating couple. Like when they sell family. the movie rights yeah. to their life, um, I'm just excited to- It would to, be to, a really good movie. Right. <laughs> Definitely the guy that plays Captain America has to play Jeremiah. <laughs> That's right. Lots of different options for Mo as well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great movie. I'm just telling you, it's going to be great because- <laughs> You guys are fascinating. We we met them in, or I I actually met them in Israel. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which About was, what five years ago, maybe? Yes, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yep. Oh man, yeah, about five years ago. That was that was like just a life changing trip. Epic. It was awesome. It was so it cool. Was incredible. And we should preface by saying it was most incredible because Dave delivered the Sermon on the Mount from memory on uh, the, the Mount. Mount of Beatitudes. <laughs> yes, the Mount of Beatitudes. So. That was the highlight of the trip, and we Aww. still talk about that with friends and family and anyone who asked. We're like, well, you could go to Israel, but you won't be going with Dave Willis and recite it by memory. Well, actually, oh. As a quick plug, oh, as you, a quick can, plug. you can go with us. We're going this summer. We are. And wow. For the first time, we, we tried to I've go. I've never been. It's Ashley's so first trip. First we wanted to go during COVID, and we canceled it, but we've been dying to get there, and for Ashley to go and for us to go back and, and take a group. That, yeah. So if you guys want to come, I won't turn this into a big commercial for that, but just send, send me an email, Dave at xomarriage.com. I'll get you the details, but it will be, it'll be awesome. It's epic. I saw the video of that. Uh, and I just, I mean, in the way the sun came in while he was doing, I mean, I was like, this is such a God moment. 
And uh, I mean, so special. So I can't imagine being there in person. It was just really cool. I I was very jealous that I wasn't there in person, but I'm glad somebody filmed it. (laughs) Yeah, it it was amazing. And it was so cool, guys, sharing the experience with you and and just how God brought that group together and and just seeing what you guys have done since. Mm -hmm. You know, you've you've um, you've got a bunch of children who are going to grow up to be beautiful, super athletes like their parents. (laughs) And you you guys are traveling all over the place and you're doing ministry and uh, you're really you're two of the most just pure-hearted mm-hmm. people that I've ever been around, and so like I'm, I, I just want to introduce more people to you, to your life, to your calling, to what you're doing. So, so give us a little snapshot of of what life looks like in this season because you guys are living in a very, very unique and fascinating um, calling right now, and I think yeah. a lot of folks could really, really benefit from the lessons you're learning. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I just wanted to thank you guys for the, the kind intro. Uh, I'll let Mo talk a little bit more about that. But um, just know we we really did love our time with you, Dave, and we're excited to be here with you guys today. Yes, it has been um, and such an adventure. We've been married almost eight years now mm-hmm. and uh, serving the Lord together has looked so dynamic from season to season because it was our heart as soon as we got married to uh, you know, as believers, just full of the Holy Spirit, full of fire and joy and seeking to spread the good news. Um, it has been the prayer of our heart to co-labor for the kingdom, you know, as a team, as a unit from the start. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we married eight years ago, immediately started having children and it was just child after child <laughs> after child. <laughs> <laughs> the kids were bound to interrupt this podcast at some point. So you'll hear their sweet voices. And, but Well, like Dave said, I'm six, five, most six, one, our six year old is wearing like 10 and 11 year old clothes. Yeah, she's four and a half feet tall. So I that, I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun to see how God has really just grown the desire to, you know, co-labor for, from, every season. And for a while it was, you know, it's been itinerant ministry speaking Mm -hmm. and teaching, um, for many years. I I believe I've been in that for almost 10 or 11 years now, but that changed every season with a new child coming and Jeremiah, you know, was working in hospital space to help provide like tent making like Paul Mm -hmm. so that we could keep being about his business. Um, but every season we prayed, Lord, continue to draw us together, you know, continue to bring us in unity. How can we do this in a way as this multi-generational family team now um, that can really glorify you. What would you have of us? And so most recently he surged back this incredible vision that he had given me about 11 years ago called Fifth Wheel Missions, uh, in which I was young and single and in college when I got the vision. And it all made so much sense. I was like, wow, what is the prophetic meaning of five wheels? There's nothing in the word of God (laughs) about a wheel I searched. Uh, But as I continued to press in and be like, God, what does this word mean? What is this vision? He showed me like a fifth wheel RV that, and, and it made sense, man, the son of man has no place to lay his head. We're to be the hands and feet of Jesus to respond to need. You know, Paul, the disciples, Jesus were transient. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Israelites were, were instructed, follow the Holy Spirit by cloud, by fire. And so I got it all in school and I told my mom and she was like, it's a no. <laughs> it's an absolute no. You are a young, single female. Uh, and I'm glad I honored her in that because, um, you know, I came home and I met Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. I believe as much as I saw and embraced, God still had a team to build, to carry it out. Um, 
And so for over a decade, we talked about it, prayed about it. I mean, he heard about it right off the bat when we started dating. There's just never the season. So we're, you know, itinerant, we're writing books, we're seeing God grow this thing. Um, But then last year, the end of last year, he just surged, Mm -hmm. surged it back in this season of prayer and fasting. And we finally gave this unified, yes, Mm -hmm. like the Lord is saying now. And when we said yes as a unit, because he said go, it was like everything moved at the speed of light. And so sold our house, sold all our possessions, bought the most giant truck you've ever seen. Did you know Ford makes F-450s? They even make F-550s, but those are unicorns. You don't really see them in the wild. (laughs) Uh, But got a Ford F-450, a big fifth wheel RV, and we have been mobilized on mission for the gospel as a family since January. And it's been amazing. Yeah. So we've we've camped and spoken in 16 different states now. Yeah, we've been 16 different states, I think 25,000 miles in just about eight months. And man, God's God's on the move. He's on the move in the in the states. And uh, it's a it's a privilege to just get to co-labor together finally, which took some really big leaps of faith, Mm but full time. And to bring the children into that. So they're experiencing the miracles, not just hearing about them, you know, so they're they bring this childlike wonder. It's just been the greatest adventure. I love it. And you guys, I know you went to my, our home state, Kentucky. I saw a post, Mo, where you were saying like people were asking you, I think in a Q&A on Instagram. By the way, follow their Instagram. We'll put that in the show notes for sure. It's it's There's so much good stuff on there. But um, I think you put that Kentucky was one of your favorites. And I was Dave. so like my heart swelled because I was born and raised in Kentucky. Dave was most, most of his childhood was in Kentucky. And so I'm from Lexington. He's from yeah. Georgetown. Did you happen to go through those areas? Yes, Lexington. We spent a couple weeks, right? Yeah, we were in Lexington, I think, for maybe 10 days. Well, like that area, but it is truly like God's country. It is so beautiful. I don't think I knew that you guys were Kentucky, Kentucky born or to some degree, Kentucky bred. We loved the state of Kentucky. It didn't even make sense to us. We're like driving through these rolling manicured pastures with thoroughbreds galloping next to the yes. truck. And then you turn and it's like a river cutting through with no. these cliffs and rocks. It looks like Narnia or Middle Earth or something. It's not even like a real place. It didn't make sense. We loved it. Our, our girls regularly talk about that being their favorite place we've been mm-hmm. in, in our oh. fifth wheel journey. It was really cool. Really cool. So love that you guys are Kentucky people as well. We will yes. always go back to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it is it is beautiful. And I know you love seeing the sights, but what I what I see so much in kind of what you shared about this journey is it's really the people. It's the people that God leads you to. And I would love to hear some of kind of like special some I know all the moments are special, but some that really stick out to you as uh seeing God moving in what you're doing right now in this season of ministry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's almost hard to <laughs> To pick, we have truly seen tangible, powerful miracles. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing because our routes and our travel are kind of led by our itinerant, you know, speaking or teaching uh, mm-hmm. schedule. But we'll crowdsource as we go city to city with family, with friends on social media. Hey, is there any way we can serve? And um, the things that have been birthed out of that, we talk a lot about what it looks like as a family to live with margin without agenda. 
like to live a life that has margin with no agenda. Mm -hmm. If you look at the life of Jesus, he was never interrupted. Like it was never an inconvenience to him, though he's moving from town to town. He's carrying out his ministry. There were moments of some of the most miraculous healings and deliverances and um, miracles of God when it would seem probably in our current pace and culture that it was an interruption to his route, to his plan, right? Mm-hmm. And so a big thing about living this lifestyle um, is living with that margin, without agenda, and just hearing where's their need? Where can we serve? And we've been connected with so many incredible people. I think one most notably was a family that we were connected to who had a six-year-old son. This, this one was actually in Lexington. Yeah, this was in yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. This was in okay. Kentucky. They had a six-year-old son who was battling brain cancer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a friend connected us to the family. And so when I reached out, I'm thinking like, do you want us to lay hands and pray? Like, we will anoint this child. We will bring down, <laughs> you know, the heavens on behalf. And she, the mom messaged back and she was like, you know what? Can you come do my laundry? And it was this moment of like, of course we can. Because we're here and we're available and praise God that, you know, whatever the need is, um, we can meet. You know, literally seven or six days a week, they're having to travel from Lexington to Cincinnati for a new type of proton like treatment on his brain because chemo was completely ineffective. So they have incredible gas bills, six days a week, traveling two and a half hours, um, she's just behind on the things of life. So we were like, of course, mm-hmm. and went and served, folded laundries, washed dishes, built relationship in this time. I mean, we're in their home. Mm-hmm. By the end, we uh, were welcome to pray with them. We pray over William. We got social media in the loop. How can we serve and provide for this family for their gas bills? People gave like thousands of dollars. Um, and yeah. she told us the next day was, um, William's next scan to see if not only if the proton treatments have even been effective, but, uh, you know, what would lie ahead. And, um, if you've just seen your child go through all of chemo and have no response to it, your nerves are a little high when you're going in to see if anything we're doing here is making a dent. We just prayed in power. I mean, just in belief with Jehovah Rapha, the healer that William would be made well. And, uh, the next day she called me, she said they were going to do the scan and would, it'd be a few days till they heard from the doctors, but the doctors had called her that evening because they were so shocked at how drastically and literally miraculously the tumor on William's brain had shrunk Yes, and like more than what the proton treatments could have done on their Mm -hmm. own. That's why they called her in advance. Mm -hmm. Like we can't explain it. And we just got to rejoice and like praise God. And that's not because Mo and Jeremiah showed up to to lay hand. That's because the spirit of the living God was like, I am ready and willing to move in power if my people will pray, if they will come in agreement, if they will believe that I am who I say I am, like if they'll live in such a way of encounter and, you know, divine appointment. And he just loves his children so much. And I think to get to see him move in the unseen places, that's not on Channel 5 News. That's not, Mm -hmm. you know, on the most followed Instagram account. That's just unseen people agreeing and believing that God is who he says he is. And we still can't get over that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen people. Yeah, heal. It's just 
I could go on for hours. We've seen so many miracles. Mm-hmm. It's so inspiring to just see what happens when, when you say yes to God and you, you just yeah. follow the way of Jesus and you make yourselves available. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, you get to be invited to be part of the supernatural and a part of what God is doing. And it's right. so challenging and encouraging and inspiring and all those things all at once is my, my own mind spinning for just how we can live more available like that. Because I, I think you're right. I think that we all live so busy and so hurried that we just miss out on so many moments where God is working and, and we're too busy with our own agenda that that we miss it. But to, to rewind a little bit, since we are a marriage podcast, I'd love to, I'd love to have some time focusing on the, the marriage aspect of things. I'd love to hear just how kind of from the start of making the decision together to pursue this, this kind of very countercultural way of living to um, now that you're serving in partnership together in so many unique ways, just kind of what that journey has looked like in your marriage and what you would share with other married couples who are listening right now that that want more partnership or want more adventure or want more more faith or unity, whatever they might be looking for. Um, you guys are in such a unique position to be able to to teach and share your experience as it relates to marriage. So I would just love to hear more about what you're learning as a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think for, for us, the big thing kind of from the get-go of even dating is challenging some of like what the social norms are within dating, within marriage. Um, Mo's very outspoken and bold. I'm, I'm very relational and, uh, more quiet, but she thought she wanted something, someone just like her. Um, I needed an amplified so, version of yeah. myself. Surely Lord, that's what you have for me. <laughs> <laughs> My best matches. <laughs> but, you know, when, when we realized that we balanced each other out and that that was the person we needed and that God intended for us, it, it really helped calm any of the storms, any of the questions that we had in our minds about each other. Um, and even in marriage, I think just having a humility within like the, the roles that you carry, obviously there's, there's um, beautiful roles for men and women, but for instance, with our RV life now, I'm the driver mm-hmm. and we quickly discovered that I cannot back an RV in, <laughs> but I'm not letting my pride get in the way and, you know, saying, I'm going to figure this out and like, you know, backing our RV into a tree or anything. <laughs> we discovered that Mo's very gifted at it. So we get to a site <laughs> and I humble myself. I get out of the truck. I switch spots with her. I go to the back and give her directions and she backs it in like a boss. Um, and I think that just humility between couples is so key to a successful marriage just as i mean success in relationships in general um not being prideful about like what you know what i'm meant to do what society says i should be doing Mm -hmm. um but recognizing each other's strengths and weaknesses and balancing each other out yeah i think a lot of what the process in our marriage has been is this revelation of you know in singleness and and before you are in that covenant our, our question often is like, God, what is your will for my life? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you have of me? Where would you have me go? And I think that language, we kind of probably initially in a lot of ways, as earnest as our hearts were of like, we love each other and we, we're teammates and we want to do this thing together. If we were honest, the I, I speak for myself, the prayers were still, what would you have of me? 
Like, Mm -hmm. and um, I believe that each individual should have a beautiful, intimate, dynamic, and personal walk with the Lord. But it was so awesome when I think he began to really humble and shift our prayers to like, oh, wait, no, now we're under a covenant and two are becoming one. Mm -hmm. And now we have a family and you're assembling this for purpose. And so, Lord, what is your will for our life? Like, what do you have for our family? And there are some ministries I follow that I really love that just talk so much about that multi-generational family team Mm -hmm. that every single person from our one-year-old baby to our six-year-old to, you know, Jeremiah, everyone has unique gifts. There's a purpose that God has sown, you know, each individual together. And the more we focus from that team perspective, Mm -hmm. um, the more I think we've really flourished in mm-hmm. appreciating, celebrating, um, you know, being weak where another strong, vice versa, but getting to see the big picture of what God is doing. And in some regards, I'm like, yeah, we, we are in a really unique spot, but I think it looks more unique because of just the ways of our current culture. It is yeah. so individualistic, mm-hmm. so separate in nature and the dad goes here and the mom goes here and the kids have their own things. And we meet for maybe a dinner once or twice a week, right? It's like, our, I think it looks more unique what we are doing in contrast to the present culture, but it's actually a very biblical and beautiful way um, to say, what would you have of us? What's the unique call on our life? How do we fulfill that as a team? Um, and, you know, what what could stand to happen if we yielded to that? It takes really big leaps of faith. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah had to quit his job. We came out from under our stable benefits and mm-hmm. at least one check that was, you know, rhythmic. It's not easy, but when we take those steps of faith, I believe is when we see God say, well done, you're getting my heart. You're mm-hmm. getting my heart of how I'm seeking to draw you as a family together. And um, he blesses it. He's mm-hmm. blessed it so tremendously. Uh, takes a lot of faith, but I think it's enhanced intimacy in our marriage beyond physical. Uh, you have greater mental, emotional, and spiritual intimacy when you're both committed to the same cause, praying mm-hmm. towards the same, you know, goals. And mm-hmm. uh, then, you know, physical intimacy is wonderful, but it's not the end all be all of like, if we're not in a good place physically, our home's falling apart. It's like, man, there's dynamic seasons to to physical intimacy, but we're filled because we're mentally connecting here. We're co-laboring together, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so I just, it's been a really cool journey and a really humbling journey on a thousand fronts for me, on like two fronts for Jeremiah, because he came in humble and a servant hearted and I've had to learn to be that way. Uh, But it's been a gift. That's so awesome. I know some people listening to this right now are they they feel that fire in their belly. They want to do something, you know, stepping out in faith and they're so excited about what that thing is and maybe they've talked to their spouse about it but their spouse isn't quite there yet. You know, we get a lot of messages that way where one spouse is gung-ho and has all these ideas and how they can serve the Lord and the other spouse is maybe they're just not not quite there yet. You know, maybe it's because they just aren't one to take risk, you know, and it just seems scary to them, or maybe their faith isn't as far along as their spouse. What would you say to that, that spouse that is really far along in their faith has this dream and their spouse isn't quite there with them yet. They don't have that unity you're talking about. What would you say? 
I think with us, because like Mo said, she got this vision when she was in college. There was never this like twisting of my arm. Hey, this is what we're going to do. We have to do this. It was kind of just bringing it up every now and again and just like kind of posing questions. What would life look like? Like, wouldn't that be so cool to be able to travel this way? And so kind of just for her, since she had the vision initially, putting those things into my head. Um, never, I call it planting seeds. <laughs> never planting the seeds. For us, the biggest thing was we both sensed something like there was just a shift that God was doing in our lives. And so committing to like a season of like intense prayer and fasting. So like one weekend, she let me just get away for the whole weekend. And I just committed to prayer and fasting. I think fasting with prayer is kind of a lost art within or lost um, practice within American Christianity, I think, especially. Um, But that really, really benefited us. And then doing the same for her, letting her just get away, really try to hear from the Lord and then coming back together. Like once we had both done that, we just felt like we could really hear a lot more clearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's to speak a little bit from a more zoomed in perspective to what he was saying as a spouse, it's really dynamic when we receive a vision or a word or a revelation or a conviction. I mean, any number of things. Mm-hmm. And it separates us to a degree from our, from our spouse for a season. Like we feel the, um, we feel uh, to a degree of, I mean, I'm here, but my spouse is not seeing this or not perceiving this the same way. I think we feel the tension of that. And, and it's a good tension to feel. Cause I just, I just ministered a word on this in Wales. Like as much as Jesus is our unifier, he's first a divider. Uh, if if that makes sense, if we can receive that in not such a harsh way, but in an intentional way, um, on many facets, he divides the sword of the spirit, divides bone from marrow, spirit from soul, right? There are times he said, I don't don't think I came to bring peace. I came to bring the sword and to, to separate at times households. And we can read that and think, well, what on earth? Like, does that mean you're trying to separate me from my spouse? Or No, they're just going to be times in our walk where as we are individually committed to walking in faithfulness, to pursuing the Lord, there are going to be seasons where we feel moments of separation because we've received a new level of revelation, or we personally have been brought into a new level of conviction and repentance. And we have to allow that tension to not cause an ungodly spirit of division, of conflict, of resentment, of bitterness. Well, I've been thinking this for 10 years and my spouse, what is he blind? Like, what does he just keep? Maybe he doesn't even have the Holy Spirit. You know, we can, the enemy wants to bring an ungodly division and the fruit of it is death and decay and bitterness and strife. But a godly form of division that creates a tension should compel us to the place of intercession and prayer. Uh, what does it say in First Peter that we would walk in a way that our conduct would win our spouse over, that we would be honorable, that we would be respectful, that we would walk in our convictions. But in a time where the spouse is not in the same place, we would operate in fruit that is good. 
of mm-hmm. joy, of peace, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, right? And we would trust, Lord, as I'm as I feel this tension, I'm willing to wrestle with you here. I'm going to intercede. I prayed for 10 years that Jeremiah would would maybe one day say yes, you know, that God would show him that God would align different things that made it make sense, right? Like and I think sometimes when we allow him to separate and we don't let bad fruit be born, but we go to the prayer closet when we intercede, when we believe for our spouse, when we handle ourselves in all conduct and purity and kindness, then we get to see what God actually is able to do in the heart of man. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something in many ways, but especially in RV lifestyle, if I had twisted his arm and forced him into this, and it wasn't actually his own Holy Spirit breathed step of obedience. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. We would have quit month one. Our back <laughs> yeah. overflowed into our RV, poop water everywhere. We've had trial after trial, after trial, after trial. And if it wasn't that the spirit of God had been welcomed to move in his timing to bring things to unify, right? Cause just as he divides a household, he also says in acts multiple times, he brings household salvation. He unifies again. He draws us together. He strengthens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's when we get out of the way of that and we pray and trust him, he gets all the glory when he brings that unity and he helps us persevere because we know it's by his spirit. And, you know, uh, we're, we're equally yoked in that understanding. So um, I would just encourage spouses. If you can't tell a difference in us is I'm quite long winded and he's a man of a few wise words. <laughs> But I would just encourage spouses, if you feel that separation, let that tension draw you into the place of wrestling with the Lord. Let it grow your prayer life. Let mm-hmm. it grow your means of fasting, of prayer of intercession. And then stop trying to control everything and trust him. Trust that he is actually sovereign. And uh, just keep believing, keep mm-hmm. praying and keep sowing seeds and, and speaking life and prophesying life over your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and watch what God will do in his own timing. Even if it's a decade later, it's worth it. It's worth it. That's awesome. Man, that's, that is such a good word. Mm-hmm. That is, I think some of you need to skip back over the, the, those last things that Jeremiah and Mo shared about kind of their own journey and everybody's journey and calling looks differently, but there are certain principles that are consistent through God's calling in each of our lives. And there are so many consistent truths that have been shared in this conversation that I think in whatever God is calling you to, whether it's to stay right where you are, planted where you are, but to serve in your community in a new way and grow in your faith in a new way, or maybe to take a a huge leap of faith and hit the road or move, move to some place where you've never been uh, Mm -hmm. to kind of have that Abraham moment where, where you just kind of follow in God's leading, but Mm -hmm. knowing that God's with you all the way through it. And Mm -hmm. Um, while it's fresh in my mind, I want to invite you guys to put a certain RV spot on your uh, your itinerary. We've got we've got some friends that are mentor couples of ours, and they even though they knew nothing about like RVing and all that, they felt led recently to to sell a lot of what they had. They're in retirement and mm-hmm. to open an RV campground as a place as a of ministry. ministry. And yeah. so. They just yeah. opened up Ted and Tracy's RV campground in Washington, Georgia, which is just beautiful. 30, beautiful. We've been up there. The kids play and they've got about 40 acres, creeks for the kids to play in, places to camp, plenty of RV spots. And and you can tell like God's already doing something unique there. They have they have a similar heart 
to mm-hmm. what you guys have, just stepping out in faith and saying, all right, well, there's theirs wasn't to travel to go to all these places. There was theirs was to create a space where all these People travelers could come. Could come. Yeah. Yeah. And whether they already knew the Lord, they could have that that rest and respite. But for the people that don't yet know the, know the Lord, that this could be a spot where maybe they could encounter him and Amen. and the conversations they've had with the travelers has been really unique. So mm-hmm. um, anybody that's in RV world, put Ted and Tracy's on your spot and then let us know if you come to town. We'd love to yeah. hang out, hang out yeah. with you. Jeremiah was just putting I'm, it into I'm the writing phone. It down. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Washington, Georgia. And if you guys come, please. Yeah, and we'll visit because we're not we that will, far from there. So, yeah, we yeah. will take you guys out. We will, um, you know, yes. we'll do your laundry. How about that? You know, so. <laughs> right. I received that in Jesus' name. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's, we can serve. We've got, we, we don't have, we've got a big washer. We did. That was one thing with four kids, as you guys can imagine. I'm like, I need to upgrade the washer. So like, yeah. you know, we need a bigger washing machine. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so bring it on over. We'll have That's a big right. laundry party and hang out. Let's do it. You guys are just amazing, <laughs> and I'm so excited for this adventure that you're on, and I just know and believe that God's going to continue to to lead you to those supernatural encounters and yes. wonderful, sweet moments within your own faith and your own marriage and your own family, and um, man, such great adventures ahead. But for people that are, that are listening and they want to connect more with you and follow along in the journey as you go, tell them where they can, where they can connect with you. Yeah, I think Instagram is probably the best spot right now. Um, just at Fifth Wheel Missions, and that's like five T H Wheel Missions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the platform that we share the most on. Um, we're working to get other, you know, foundational pieces set up in the digital space, but they can also jump over to moisum.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where everything that sort of has existed or been birthed out of our family's ministry for the last 10 years kind of yeah. sits. And, and if, I mean, if there's like a, you know, a pastor or someone listening to this that would want to bring Mo in to speak even, or both of yes. us, that's where they would want to reach out is through the website. Yeah. Moisum.com. And soon that'll be fifthwheelmissions.com. But listen, we're not too tech savvy. We're just a couple RVers on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say Instagram right now is, is a great and she, spot. To and she's us. got her personal Instagram page too. Which yeah. Yes. Well, at Mo Isom. Mo, yeah, Mo. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And I follow both those things and I, I love it. And, you know, I, what, one thing I just love about you guys, um, you know, I love how you're not afraid to have very deep theological conversations, even mm-hmm. on Instagram, because, mm-hmm. you know, Mo, people will ask you some really hard questions yeah. and you never shy away from it. Cause I do feel like we live in a culture that is so polarized and it's so easy, even as a Christian to just ignore those hard questions. Cause you yeah. could, I mean, nobody would even know you received it, but you, you just go there and you really stand on the word. And I just, I commend both of you on that because we need more of that. You know, we need bold, bold people for the Lord. And, uh, and I do think too, that you, you know, you, you really help people to understand some of these, these concepts that can be hard. You know, like we always say, when you read the Bible, it, it's awesome. And there's all this good news in it, but there's some hard stuff to chew on that. You're just like, okay, I don't, I'm not sure I understand this. And where does, you know, how do I even follow this? And I just think you guys do a great job of explaining that and really challenging people. So thank you so much for standing in that gap because I don't think there's that many voices out there. Right, sweetie? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, what you guys are doing is so needed, so unique and um, so authentic. Mm-hmm. And I, I just know God's going to continue to to lead people to you because of that authentic faith that, that both of you've always had. And, and right. I just know that 
whether it's going to be on the road or through speaking engagements or through social media or books or whatever else God has has for you, continues to have for you, that um, that more and more people are going to going to connect and benefit from from your message as as we have and mm-hmm. as countless others already have. And so we just pray God would continue to to bless you. And I mean, we want to hang out in person soon. So seriously, yeah. put the RV <laughs> spot on. Uh, yeah, it will. We will. <laughs> we'll, we will. We will hang out. But um, thank you. Thank you for making time. I know you just got back into the country uh, at, from speaking and, and, you know, you made time to do this. And we just we just want to appreciate say say thank you. Thank you guys so much. Hey, it's our, it's our privilege. Yeah. And we we would just honor you right in return. It's been such a joy to watch all that God has been doing through each of you over the years. And then unified, it seems like in richer and richer ways as a couple just ministering to yeah. the heart of so many and so we're cheering you guys on. I as wanted well. to share real quick that we were just out in Colorado finishing up a long leg of travel, and I got to reconnect with one of my buddies from college. And I met his fiance. They're getting married, I think, next week. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, they were asking me kind of like for different resources. And I mentioned your guys' podcast, and they said that's one of two resources we've been like using in preparation to get married. So that wow. was just oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Thanks for We're spreading honored. the word. And yeah. tell your friends, thank you for listening and congratulations as they get so started. Exciting. It, it's an honor to to be part of stories like that. So thank, thanks, Jeremiah, for sharing that. Yeah. It means Absolutely. a lot. Awesome. We love you guys. And for those who are listening right now, we love you too. Thank you for being part of this uh, this online community. And if this conversation encouraged you today, and I know it did, do us a favor and share it with somebody. Put it on social media. Text the link to somebody because uh, by sharing it, you might you might be a part of changing their story for the better. Right. And yeah. so thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much again to our dear friends, Jeremiah and Mo, and we will see all of you next time. Bye.